early days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket, because we're going on a first class ride across the web. Yeehaw! Welcome to WDO, or your favorite oh show, WDO. So you know what's upset going on right now. I can hear that you fucking went for it. I didn't get to hear it because your microphone oh, no? cut off, so I cannot. Uh, I cannot hear you right now. But I heard the initial fucking start to a yee, motherfucking ha. Yeah, <laughs> I think I probably went way too high on that because I blasted it into the red. So we'll see how good the audio is. But want to start off strong shit. for that one. I liked that. I liked that. I'm not gonna lie. Go. The okay. topic that we're gonna be discussing today, I kind of look like it right now. I feel like I'm representing. Why? Why do you say that? <laughs> Uh, I just got a, I just got a cut off right now that's super fucking dirty. I've got my favorite green hat I've been rocking for a while. It's a Carhartt hat. Uh, I haven't shaved in a little bit. I haven't showered. Can you guess what the episode is, audience? <laughs> Can you guess? If you're watching this on YouTube right now, take a look at me. What do I kind of look like right now? A little cut off. Along with the yeehaw. A little dirty. A yeehaw. Normally a warm is it, is profession. Is it dirty, though? I feel like we're just insulting people now. Uh, I feel like they're mainly dirty due to them being in the workforce more uh, so okay like i'm thinking of a couple of occupations right now uh i'm just gonna throw them out there if you haven't got it here comes your hints uh i'm thinking like farmer construction truck driver rootin' tootin' gun shooting rodeo clown oh uh rodeo clown <laughs> is that really i don't know <laughs> a rodeo clown i don't know <laughs> maybe <laughs> Well, if you guys, you don't think so? I don't know. I don't think so. No. What? <laughs> what else would you say be? I don't know. Just NASCAR watcher. Yes, there we go. NASCAR watcher. Maybe NASCAR driver. Uh, country singer. Okay, give it your guess. We're gonna give you. Here, we're gonna give you five seconds to think about it, and then I'm gonna scream Wait, it. Cue the Jeopardy music. Hey, JJ, you know what I just found out? What's that? That What's Going On has even more content coming for you. We have a new subscription. And what do we get with that? Oh, my God. What don't you get with that? You guys are getting so many things. Number one, you get to choose and vote on a monthly Spice It Up episode. The patch and I will be recording ourselves. You guys can watch that on YouTube. Afterwards, you guys are also getting ad-free episodes and then you guys are also getting a monthly live episode where you guys are going to be a part of the show with us. And if that wasn't enough, it's just 99 cents. Cheap old subscription, and you get to support your two favorite boys here on the web. Help us help you. To subscribe and receive all these great benefits, check the link below in the description. And thank you very much for subscribing. Oh, time's up, our lucky Survey listener. Says, <gasps> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Rednecks. <laughs> We're talking about rednecks. Woo! I hope, rednecks, if you're listening, we know that you are. I hope you're not insulted by how we just described you. I feel like this is just the general stereotype prejudgment option that comes to mind. We could be full of shit. I'm not, I'm not trying to fucking bash you at all. That's just when I think of rednecks, 
that's what I think of. I'm thinking like bush, like bush light, fucking cowboy boots, jeans that are dirty lifted as a bitch, trucks. lifted trucks, uh, huge exhaust pipes, probably like fourteen thousand guns inside of the gun safe at home. I have to say, you said bush light, which makes me happy. Someone tried telling me that PBR is the redneck beer. It's definitely bush paths? light. Paths, paths, I know. No, PBR is no, definitely they're completely not. wrong. No, I would, yeah. it's definitely bush. It's Bush or I would say... Uh, Budweiser, maybe? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Budweiser. <laughs> I was going to say Miller, but Miller didn't seem quite right. I would still pick Miller over Pabst as a redneck beer. PBR yeah, is... I, uh, I don't think PBR is a redneck beer at all, but someone someone mentioned Maybe that. Hams, too. I got offended. I would say Hams, okay. too, because Hams pretty fucking filth, nasty, dirty on the cheap, low, low. You know what I'm saying? And guess what, rednecks? I used to drink Hams. I was a fucking firm believer of Hams. That was all I drank for Going a for while. the hammy slammy. Dude, if you ain't fucking pounding back some hammy slammies with the boys on a friday night what the fuck are you doing but now or people anything. are cracking fucking bush lattes and shit yeehawing around a fucking bonfire which honestly sounds like a fucking great time i'm not bashing the rednecks with the yeehaw at the beginning of the episode there you go. i might be converted i honestly, honestly you know <laughs> you gotta crank a couple Dang, of those. Really good. Uh, my mom does a pretty good yeehaw, but she's also from oh, the the downtown heat central of fucking Redneckville. Shout out Oklahoma. What do you think is the most redneck state? I'm thinking honestly, Oklahoma's I got think it. Oklahoma's up there. I think it's <laughs> it's definitely top five, if not not the number one. Maybe Alabama. Oh, I think Alabama might be taking the cake. Maybe even Louisiana. That sounds pretty know? hefty in there. I think New Orleans is the only thing preventing me from. Yeah. That. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. I forgot about New Orleans. No, not quite. Not quite. Mississippi. I was thinking that too. Honestly, I don't know. Anywhere I don't think so. Region. Yeah, that region. Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. I'm gonna say final vote right now. I'm throwing Alabama, Oklahoma, Kentucky. Final ranking. Okay. Final rank. I, I could agree with that. What about Kansas? Actually, where's Kansas? I don't know. That's Kansas equal to maybe. Kentucky. I don't Third think and so. fourth. The Duke. No. Not quite. Lower. It tried. Okay. A little bit below. Sorry, Kansas. You ain't redneck enough. Next time. You fucking fail. How's that make you feel? If you're from Kansas, though, and you think you're a redneck, please send us a video and prove us wrong. Yeah, send us. If you're listening and you think you qualify as a redneck, I want to see how redneck you are. Show me what you're doing. Show me what – I. We were stereotyping rednecks. What is a redneck Do activity? Take pride in that, or is that insulting? It's a half was, and half. I'm curious on that. I think it's half and half. It depends on if you're going full blown redneck, or if you're like you're kind of like a redneck, but you don't want to be. If you're full blown, you don't want to admit it. It's yeah, a pride okay. thing. You know, you're like, holy fuck yeah, I'm a redneck. I'm a hardworking, bootstrapping fellow of a guy or a female. No gender here. Redneck anything. But if you're like half, you know, half farmer kind of guys, kind of close to the city, though, you don't want to be quite a redneck, but all you do is hunt and fish, (laughs) (laughs) then it might be insulting. So I don't know. Maybe we've insulted some. Then you might be a redneck. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know if you're – let's put a poll out and uh, another survey monkey – Saying, do you know if you're a redneck or not? And then depending on your answers, we'll we'll tell you if you're a redneck. Holy shit, speaking of that, we haven't done our survey monkey for the hand washing thing yet. We're still oh, getting no, answers, by the way. I think we're at like fifty or sixty something responses. Wow. Yeah, we're blowing up here about washing your hands. Yeah, we could we could form it like uh how Jeff Foxworthy does his you might be a redneck jokes or whatever. Yes. You ever heard those? Yeah, yeah. that's really good. Funny guy too. Woo! Okay, rednecks though. What the fuck are we talking about? We're not just talking about rednecks, who you are, what you do. Why are you called rednecks? 
That's the real topic how at hand here. Did they come to be? How yeah, did exactly. how did how did that happen? I actually I've got a couple of ideas, but I want to hear yours first. What you think? Uh, my only idea is just being out in the sun with with most laboring jobs that you might get sunburned and have a red neck. That's yep. the only thing I can really think of yep. that would explain the name. I thought that as well, but I actually just had a little idea. What if it was an original derogatory term for Native Americans? Because they were called redskins. I was wondering about that too, but does that relate? Well, I don't know, because Native Americans are obviously outdoorsy folk and culture-wise, so they were constantly out there getting like redskin, and so maybe... Maybe when oh, it's the, like you're kind of part of that, yeah, and so it was something a little bit okay because I think wasn't there like weird pride and being well, there still is about being white in some cultures and areas, uh, and so maybe having red skin was like a bad thing initially and was thought of as a lower part of society, so that was something you wanted to watch out for, and then hmm. uh, eventually it just turned into country folk who didn't give a shit about wearing sunscreen and then turned into a pride <laughs> thing. Who knows? I'm also thinking maybe something related. I know there's blue collar and white collar jobs. I don't know red if collar that fits in at all. Because <laughs> I, I mean, blue collar jobs are more of what you would think of. Yeah. For someone who could be a redneck, so I don't know. I don't. I don't think that relates. No, not at all. Maybe I'm a stock broken redneck right now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That'd be wild. You'd have a split uh, split personality or something. No, you just wear your cowboy hat at the office. There you go. You just show up. Everyone's in a suit. Yeah, you're in your cowboy boots, dirty jeans, cut off you t-shirt, Carhartt. Big, big uh, lifted truck. Pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. But yeah, so uh, if you're a redneck and you're listening. When do you think the term started? Uh, 1874. Yeah. What, do you think there's anything that spurred it? I know you were thinking maybe na- something related to Native Americans. Do you no. Think there was any event that started it? I don't know. It could happened? be. If that is the case, then maybe some kind of some kind of event. Like when the like th- things started first popping off with being, you know, issues or whatnot. Uh, a lot of times when I guess years, I really just like the first number that comes to my mind. I just like throwing that out there. So there was no thought Very behind scientific. that. There was literally gotcha. two brain cells collided and it came out with 1874. So okay, I'm thinking. It, I I I almost think it's a new thing. I Uh-oh. don't think it's that old. Uh oh. I 1960. Ooh. 60. Yeah. No, flat. 1960 flat. Yeah, flat. <sighs> no. January first. Jeez. Completely. New flat. Year's. New Year's. New neck. Straight red. N- new decade. New yeah. decade. All right. I'm new going identity. for 1874. Uh, it's redneck. I gotta go. Heat of July, baby. Heat of July. No. no? August. Heat of the August. Late summer. Late summer. You've been cooking all summer. That next as red as it's going to get. That shit's beet right there. B-E-E-T. Shout out. Eat your root vegetables. Good for the cardiovascular system. And heart health. (laughs) Holy shit, we forgot to be saying WGO, healthy brain activity. I'm throwing it out there right now. (laughs) Healthy brain activity. That's what we're doing here. Making the mind a little bit smarter here, one millisecond at a time. So let's give. Do you have any other questions though about Rednecks before we dive deep? I don't think so. No? I think that's that's all I've been wondering. Okay, we're wondering. Let's look it up. Why are they called Rednecks? See, I want a, I want a more specific time. This just says the word Redneck dates back to the 1800s in different parts of the country, slightly different times, but its meaning has shifted. It originally stood for poor Southern whites, and it yeah, was usually who were field workers. Yeah, and. I, I see there is a sunburn theory, as we originally uh, speculated, that 
they were working outside and would often have burns on the back of their neck because of being out in the sun so long. So it's a name that rich people gave to poor Southern whites, uh, mainly white Presbyterians living in North Carolina. Very specific rednecks. Oh, it was another. It was another <laughs> word that black Southerners used to uh, alongside of like white trash cracker and peckerwood to poke fun at poor white people. Have you ever heard of peckerwood? No, I haven't. <laughs> I like that one a lot. I'm gonna start calling people that peckerwoods. <laughs> it's probably very insulting. We should we should look that up next. Honestly, I'm saving that peckerwood. So one thing that I'm seeing here, we're kind of this is pretty interesting. We're both pretty close. So that's like the original use of it. But then upscale rednecks in the 1970s, being a redneck became fashionable, and a redneck chick became a outwardly like proud class to be born in in the south so that's when the transition happened was the 1970s but this is just one article i'm going to try and find a little bit more because i want a little bit more specific info do you find anything that as early as the 1890s some people in the south actually started taking to the term redneck and began self-identifying as that Hmm. um and started wearing red handkerchiefs around their neck in a display of the pride of being a redneck. Is that the is that uh, why the gang uh, Bloods became about as well? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> we should do that. We should do the history of Blood and Crips. That'd be an interesting uh, episode. Yeah, we should. Uh, we should get a. I know nothing about. That. We should get a Blood and a Crip on the pod. Actually. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going with uh, off of your story, actually, another huge uh, moment inside of American history that it says usually is overlooked is when a bunch of miners stood up and fought against coal operators for their constitutional rights, fair labor practices, and the right to join a union. And roughly 10,000 justice-seeking miners took up arms and marched to battle in 1921 at the climax of the mine wars. And they wore those red bandanas around their necks and became known as the Redneck Army. So you could call someone a redneck in West Virginia, and it would be a compliment. We should look into that. Have you ever heard of the Redneck Army? No, I haven't. Yeah, let's look into it. We're diving deep into history here. This is fun. This is why we fucking do it. The Redneck Army. Yeah, this is the largest labor uprising in the United States history and the largest armed uprising since the American Civil War. Yeah, and it all started because there was a person murdered on the steps of the courthouse and I don't know, the UMWA, I can't find what that actually stands for, District 17 President. Uh, the United Mine a... Workers Association. Ah, okay. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Alley-oop. Woo! Got you back, baby. <laughs> I'm fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gave uh, a big speech to all the other miners uh, to basically rally them together and basically had the idea that there is really no justice in the area and that the only way you can have justice and your rights is with the power of a gun and he suggested that all of the miners go home and wait for orders to march which ended up having 10,000 miners marching through Charleston and d- during that march they fought fought with federal troops and there were 500 people charged with 
treason or murder or conspiracy to commit murder. So things got pretty heated there. Yeah, the lawmen that were also, uh, the 3,000 lawmen roughly, uh, were called, oh, just kidding. It's like 3,000 lawmen and strike breakers. And that was a group known as the Logan Defenders. I don't know who Logan is. I wonder if that's like the main guy that was uh, like running the company at the time. I'm trying to find out a little bit more about that. Yeah, it says here, I, I'm off of the Logan thing just for a millisecond, but it says that approximately a million rounds were fired. Holy crap. <laughs> oh my God, isn't that insane? And that uh, due to a presidential order, the United States Army had to intervene to, to shut it all down. I don't know how many exactly were there, but that means like each person shot about a hundred rounds from a, a gun. I mean, if you were going to protect your fucking rights and like, <laughs> if you were like, yo, you guys work us to fucking death, pay us like shit, treat us like shit, I'd be fucking pissed too. Yeah. That's a lot of ammo, though, especially back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know what their guns were. <laughs> well, like, even but... the army probably came in and started blasting some shit too. Because yeah, had a, true. I true. wonder whose side they were on. <laughs> probably not the uprisers. <laughs> no. So it looks like uh, they were trying to unionize so they could get rights and shit. I don't know who Mother Jones is, but she gave fiery speeches at the age of 83, which is really old back then, saying that the company treats them like shit. They basically just need their own fucking rights so that you know, their husbands and shit would stop dying inside of the coal mines. And, and over 3,000 miners joined the union, and the union, like, I don't know, rights pretty much that they were going for and they all got fired and the coal companies that were hiring these agents um the baldwin felt detective agency then was hired to evict the families of their former employees i'm guessing it was probably some kind of like uh you know work housing and in may it seems like a giant collection of people went out and then, uh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> and bribed the mayor of the town to place machine guns on the tops of the roofs in the town. Uh, but thankfully, the mayor <laughs> said no. But they still just went out and started evicting families out of the like company housing and started uh, at, while the husbands were gone at work and threw all their shit out in the streets and held the families at gunpoint. And then the miners who saw it were furious, sent word back into town. Or to the mining uh, agency, and that's when everything kind of got really heated. You said there was a murder, though, on the steps. Do you know who got murdered and why? I saw it was Sid Hatfield. I did not see why, though. I'm still trying to get to that. But going back to Mother Jones, she had actually been a coal mining labor leader for a while, and she was deemed the most dangerous woman in America because she could convince hundreds of miners to walk out of the mines basically at any time and this was kind of the start to all of that conflict because she kind of used that power and convinced people to have a number of strikes okay uh and so then there were conflicts between the the miners and the mine owners which kind of led up to the whole situation that we've described okay oh damn okay so yeah, it looks like this like private detective agency that the mining company hired is really a huge cause. This is wild. This is literally like a town's like police force, and then this weird private detection agency that just got too much power and like big headed, and it kind of exploded into this thing. So the you said Sid Hatfield was the one that died. Yep, yep. I just found out about him too. Yep. Yeah, he's the police chief of the city. 
and a group of de- uh, deputized miners confronted some of the agents that were in town saying what they were doing to the families of this town was wrong. And the main detective, Albert Feltz, replied that he actually had a warrant out for the police chief's arrest. And um, I think the, yeah, the mayor, Testerman, was then notified for this. And he ran out to the street after a miner shouted that Sid had been arrested. And the mayor looked at the warrant. And I think it was, I don't know if it copied like his signature or if it was him, but it said that it was a bogus warrant and said that basically these fuckers are doing whatever they want. And then due to that, a gunfight erupted and uh, the police chief um, shot the main detective, Albert Feltz. And Testament Albert... Yeah, Jesus Christ. So the mayor dies. The main <laughs> guy of the detective agency dies. Yeah. Another- and there were a total of 10 dead in that, that shootout. Yeah, there. it was known as the Motwin Massacre. And that was like the sign- a symbolic significance <laughs> for the miners to fucking finally have enough. And Chief Hatfield immediately became a legend and a hero to the Union miners and a symbol of hope saying that they could fight back against this agency that's kind of fucking them all over. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was put on trial for murder after that event and was acquitted. But then the start of this event, I guess not really the start. It seems yeah. like there's a whole big history. But in uh, 1921, then uh, him and his deputy were gunned down. And that basically caused the all-out march to happen. Yeah, they gunned down at the courthouse stairs, too. My God. Dude, this is crazy. All. (laughs) And then, yeah. And then we get to everyone wearing red bandanas, known as the fucking Redneck Army, fighting for their uh, police chief Hatfield's back and for their own rights. And to have a union, (laughs) labor rights. Dude, this is wild. What a history. What a history. I'm sure we could go even more into it. The battle started in like, well, I guess this is all kind of going on when? At the start of August, it looks like, majority of this? Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think the battle went into early September. I think, who whose side did the U.S. troops join? Or did they just come in and start fucking blasting everybody? I don't know. Dude. You know how there's a bunch of like army movies and stuff? Mm-hmm. I think this would be a, a very interesting movie to make nowadays. Yeah. Call honestly. it the Redneck Army. People have no idea what it's about, but it's about true American like history. History? Yeah. Yeah. And then imagine like like I don't know, just the amount of like crazy shit you could do. Talking about like families yeah. and shit getting kicked out, how emotional that would be, and then just, you know, this immediate Dude, this would be such a good movie. I would go see this, and I'm not a huge like army guy at all yeah you would get so much different people to watch that too because you'd get people who consider themselves rednecks and want to watch it because of the origin story almost of being a redneck but then there's also history buffs and all of that yeah uh, we're making a movie dude it, let's do it I, all the movie producers out there we're we're writing up a script for you don't worry <laughs> my god oh my god <laughs> President Warren Harding threatened to send in federal troops and Martin MB1 bombers if they didn't fucking stop this. <laughs> this is before the actual like giant war fucking started. This is when everyone was just like gearing up, getting ready. So it looked like this would have been so Mary 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 Mother Jones told the miners not to go into the neighboring county and just don't do this by force. Try and like, you know, 
don't we're all gonna die a lot of us are gonna die and this isn't really what we want and other things had happened that pretty much was starting to deter the miners from fighting the president said they were going to send in bombers and the miners were eventually convinced to return home instead of like going to war and as this was all going on the neighboring uh police chief chafin was gathering the nation's largest private army force of nearly 2,000 people. And um, he wanted to end all union attempts inside of this county and the next. So he was not going to be denied his battle for this. And within hours of hearing that the miners turned around, I think his men shot and killed union sympathizers in the town of Sharples, just north of Blair Mountain, and that a bunch of families of these miners had been caught in crossfire and infuriated the miners once again, saying that nothing was going to change. So they turned back to Blair Mountain to actually finally go back into war. So things were good for a while. And then then they just killed people so they could put down unions. Yeah, and along with that, there were actually planes that were deployed and sent with bombs and machine guns to the area uh, initially for reconnaissance and two of the planes ended up crashing oh no because this was early aviation (laughs) and then one of them got lost and ended up in tennessee what Uh, but at the so they were given orders not to basically fire at anybody or drop any bombs um but the sheriff that you mentioned actually started organizing his own army, as you mentioned again, mm-hmm. and he had his own air force that <laughs> was using makeshift what? bombs. Oh my god! <laughs> to to uh, to try and you know attack the enemy, but none of them were actually successful in hitting their intended targets. Uh, eventually, though, the Union uprising was finally put down uh, due to military help and the police chief force. After the battle, about a thousand miners who were not killed uh, were indicted for murder, conspiracy to commit murder, accessory to murder, and treason all against the state of West Virginia. Though a lot were acquitted by sympathetic juries due to them just trying to fight for their rights. And eventually, it looks like just all the union stuff was put back down and nothing really came too much about it. Besides, in the long term, this battle raised awareness of the appalling conditions miners faced in the dangerous West Virginia coal fields. And um, and it changed the union tactics instead of using force to more political battles to get the law on the labor side and eventually resulted and a much larger organized labor victory a few years later during the New Deal in 1933 that uh, pretty much made the union as it is today. Yeah. So it, it turned successful. That instance, that, that instance is actually the only time that American military aircraft were used in uh, domestic battles, uh, civil disturbance. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, I know that going to war and shit for this uh, wasn't the best route, but it became it became something. 
And that's impressive that they could rally together that many people in such a small area with the technology they had at the time. You've got to imagine, though, that the the conditions must have been so shit for that oh, to happen. Yeah, for like, all of this to happen. So yeah. much must have happened for them to finally say, fuck it, I'm tired of this. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. So I know we said did we insult you by calling you a redneck? You should be fucking proud. That's amazing. Uh, be part of the redneck army. You are the part of the redneck army now today. Shout out to those in the Battle of Blair Mountain, 1921. So I guess that's really when it took off. Who knew? What an awesome little story that we just somehow uncovered. We can uh, we can try and look up more, I guess, maybe for like a blog post that we say we're going to do and have never done. Um, <laughs> We've done one. There we go. <laughs> if you guys are interested in learning more about that, though, send us an email. We'll try and actually make a blog for those that are interested. Maybe some TikToks, whatever you want. That's why we call them rednecks. Thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, hope you guys had a great time on this journey with us. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! <laughs> are we done yet? Oh, <laughs> we are. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to what's going on. If you have any questions that you want partially answered, please write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com. No spaces, no apostrophes, no excuses. One more time, that's what's going on the pod at gmail.com, and we hope to hear from you soon. Write and subscribe on any player of choice. Thank you.